Now it's time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy. And Sally, you have more on how farmers and growers in the north are coping with the wild weather. Kia ora, Jimmy. Yes, as you've been reporting, heavy rain and strong wind warnings are in place across Northland and the East Coast. Up to 200 millimetres is expected to fall in Gisborne and heavy downpours are forecast for the Bay of Plenty and the Coromandel Peninsula today. Coromandel Federated Farmers President and Deputy Chief of the local volunteer fire service, Rob Craw, says farmland is beginning to flood. He says the severe weather will cause issues for milk collection and stock movement. There will be issues around uh, road closures and, and movements around slips and trees down and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, there is going to be some issues there. And, of course, speaking from the emergency services side of things, you know, we don't want people to be going out and about and putting themselves at risk because then we've got issues with trying to get to them. Rob Craw says it's probably the worst weather event the region's had all winter and things are expected to get even worse this afternoon. This was well forecasted, so a lot of guys have moved stock um, yesterday. I did myself. I was talking to one farmer over on the east side that didn't get a chance to get to his stock until this morning, and he said he got lucky to get them out, but, yeah, he left it later than what would have been ideal. So, yeah, we got lucky on the last one. didn't really affect us at all, so this would be the, probably the worst event that we've been um, experiencing, definitely since the winter anyway, through the late winter, spring period. In the Bay of Plenty, Hugh Moore, who has 30 hectares of kiwifruit orchards, says he's more worried about the wind. It had been blowing all night. started oh, about 6 o'clock last night, very strong, blew all night. It's still a strong easterly and we've uh, rain started at about uh, 6 o'clock this morning. So it's quite heavy rain at the moment. Not over heavy yet, but we're expecting it probably to get heavier. Mr Moore hopes the wind doesn't rip too many flowers off the vines. There's one thing at the moment, most of the vines haven't got very long replacement canes yet and we're sort of only just at the flowering stage. So, you know, the damage, we can lose shoots with flowers on, but uh, the damage can be a bit more minimal than, say, in another month's time. We can't do anything. That's it. We're in the risk business. Hugh Moore says he'll wait for the weather to pass before going out to assess any damage. To other news, farming groups Beef and Lamb New Zealand, Dairy NZ and Federated Farmers have enforced their united stance on the government's emissions proposal. They don't like it. The groups met this week to establish common ground before making submissions and came up with nine issues they're going to raise with the government. They include setting the methane price at the minimum for five years to give farmers certainty and setting up an independent oversight board to set the price going forward. Beef and Lamb Chief Executive Sam McIver said another main point is that all sequestration that can be measured should be counted. Farmers are a bit concerned. They're wondering that we're sort of peering off in different directions. We just wanted to get together and say, we say, yep, happy to make that statement and clarify our agreed positions. And what is that, that you're not happy with the government's proposal? Well, we've always, yeah, all the partners have been quite clear in saying that. This was a finely balanced uh, proposal to government, pull out a couple of jinga blocks, the key crucial ones being the, uh, the recognition of all legitimate sequestrations. What farmers have told us they want certainty on price, so they want price, certainty and equity. And that's the stuff that we've tried to address with these nine points. Sam McIver says farmers have turned out in droves to recent meetings on the emissions pricing plan, so he hopes they'll give feedback before submissions close next week. 
Time to get the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke to our regular guest, Suze Bremner, a little earlier today. Numbers are way bigger than we thought they would be. There are thousands through the gate. We've had to get on extra ticketing staff. And as you all know, um, staff's just not that easy to get at the moment. So it's been a bit of Hi, Suze. What's been happening this week? Well, there was a bit of a shuffle round of sales this week, of course, to accommodate the Canterbury show. Canterbury Park wasn't on and Colgate was held on Tuesday. That Colgate sale featured over 100 prime heifers and the Frankton sale in Waikato was also another yard that had a big offering of prime heifers. That was due mainly to farmers calling time on waiting for space and opting to sell through the yards. So at Frankton, the better prime heifers sold on a steady market at $3.21 to $3.31 a kilo. So those returns are still very positive. And there was a big spring cattle sale at Matafero this week. That's right. So cattle were also a really big feature up in Gisborne this week at Matafero. November is always a big month for spring cattle sales up there and Tully's generally cracked 2,000 head, which they just snuck past this year. Most of these were yearling cattle though, with two-year supply very low. So the yearling traditional steers averaged 325 kilos and $3.84 per kilogram and the exotics were 345 kilos and $3.58. In the heifer pens, the traditionals averaged 275 kilos and $3.43, while the exotics were the same weight, but they were actually at $2.91 a kilo. And what's happening with the lamb market? Well, we saw the first South Island on-farm lamb sale this week, which was held at Sinai in Oxford. There were 9,300 lambs, hoggets and ewes offered. The store lambs and prime hoggets sold to recent levels, but that ewe market was hard work and that reflected the lack of overseas demand. The ewes sold for 122 to 142 and store and prime lambs made 72 to $167. Prime merino hoggets made 110 to $146 and the half-breeds were 132 to 185 And just lastly, organisers of the New Zealand Agricultural Show say this year's been better than ever with crowd numbers well above what they expected. After two years of COVID cancellations, about 120,000 people were expected to attend the three-day event in Christchurch. Organiser Tracy Ahern says it's great to see so many people turning out to the show. She says there's been a great atmosphere at the show this year with people enjoying all the normal attractions like the animals, wood chopping and dog demonstrations. And that's the rural news for this week. Koe rā te porongo o te tai whenua.